0: To the Get Into a podcast. I'm Kasha.
1: And I'm Angel.
0: And today we're going to be talking about
1: friendships and how that translates in our lives. (laughs) Yes, yes. Yes. So we thought it would be fun to look at what the uh, universe is saying for us today. So we're going to read our daily horoscope. I'm a Taurus. So, oh, and what are you, Kasha? I am a Virgo. All right. I'm a Virgo-Libra cusp, <laughs>
0: She's a <little> cusp. <laughs> uh,
1: Yeah, what's your horoscope say? So, mine says This is a great day for family discussions Especially with parents You might decide to tackle a DIY project Or home repair Relations with siblings and relatives Are good at this time Because everyone's happy to see your face <laughs>
0: Nice.
1: Nice. Um, I'm going to say no. It's a no for me. What about you?
0: Mine says, this is a fabulous day for research because for starters, you're a research extraordinaire. And today in particular, both the sun and Mercury are in a hidden part of your chart, which makes you keen to work alone or behind the scenes to discover hidden knowledge. Eureka. Um,
1: Eureka. (laughs) (laughs) Eureka. Are you feeling researchy today? Not really,
0: but also like not working alone
1: is <laughs> <laughs> not part of me. <laughs> yeah, well, those are both very inaccurate. Wow. Thanks for nothing, National, National Post. Post. Yeah. All right. So today, like we said, we're going to be talking about friendships. What do those look like? Our experiences with those, red flags and friendships. How does this look in indigenous spaces slash communities and, you know, all that good stuff. So, so I guess we should start off with our experiences and friendships. You know, there's
0: been some ups and downs, <laughs> some negatives, mostly positives. Lots of positives. But, you know, there's always good and bad. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I've had one consistent childhood friendship. Her name's Caitlin. She's been in my life since I was three years old. I'm 22. I'm almost 22. (laughs) I'm 21 right now. But, you know, I've maintained that friendship, and we've been going strong ever since a very good friendship i think she knows my like deepest darkest part of myself which i'm comfortable with because she knows me the most she has been there with me through the most things like actually all of my life she's like my sister
1: good rock solid long term all (laughs) the Good juicy stuff. Yeah. And what about your other ones that you mentioned throughout your childhood that have fallen out? There's three childhood friendships in my life
0: where I felt were rock solid, but ended up not being solid at all, actually, in my young pre-adolescent. I actually don't know why any of these friendships fa- like have fallen out, but I'm just like making guesses. The one friendship I had with this girl, I think it was because of her relationship your first love like you make them your whole world Mm -hmm. and you kind of just like forget about the other aspects in your life and that sucks my second friendship was great like the first reason why i thought that she didn't want to be friends anymore our friendship just fell out was because of like popularity in high school and just like different friend groups but then i also thought she might have liked me a lot that might be a reach but (laughs) (laughs) she's
1: reaching
0: (laughs) i didn't know Like, she was my really good friend for like six, seven years. And, you know, it's just an assumption. It's a very far reach, but still. And then my other friend, she, I think we just took different paths in life and that's okay. We still have love for each other and we still support each other and like check up on each other, but I don't know if it would ever go back to the same things. I think we're just two
1: separate people now. It's all Gucci. It's all, it's all good though. Yeah, I am the exact opposite, I guess. Not exact, but... You will see a few times in this episode that we have some opposite experiences, which is interesting. But so for me, I don't have any friendships from my childhood. I did have a childhood best friend from JK to grade four, five-ish. Because I switched schools and then yeah, we just like drifted apart. I'll always consider her my childhood best friend Um, We've occasionally spoken, and then I had a few close friends since then. I had one after that from grade five to ten-ish, and then no really close friends since then until Kasia. So should we talk about our, I don't know, it's my first real, like, friendship loss. Um, Definitely it taught me a lot, and we have both turned it into a positive experience. Are we exposing that it's us together the same? I think
0: we are going to talk a bit about the dynamics of this specific friendship because it did happen between me and you. This one friendship falling out totally checks me and I'm just constantly refre- reflecting on these relationships and friendships I'm grateful for every single one and they all teach me something and they all give me something even though it was negative like it taught me so much about mm-hmm. about how to be in friendships and how to navigate the processes through a friendship falling out
1: yeah and we don't we don't hold any negative feelings or emotions we're not really holding anything within ourselves we enjoy <laughs> reflecting and processing these kinds of situations and. And that's why we wanted to talk about it on this podcast and this is our experience and how we see it and how we understand it and how we're learning from it so if someone else can learn from it or you know maybe is having a similar experience a couple pieces of advice that i could think of to if i were to To help someone in that situation. I would say first, sit with yourself and think, why do I feel like that? And then second, maybe they aren't good friends. They don't nurture that friendship. That might not be the friendship for you. Yes, and that's okay.
0: And this is a perfect opportunity for you to go out into the world and find new friendships. And friendships that will hold you and nurture you.
1: What do you think is one of the biggest red flags that you would notice in a friendship i
0: generally don't like when people do this but especially in friendships when you project your insecurities your own personal issues that you have with yourself onto somebody else that's so unfair that's not the other person's fault has nothing to do with the other person don't make your own personal issues like someone else's issues you need to go on a self-healing journey and do that by yourself that's not your friend's responsibilities and you shouldn't use them as a space to do that What's your number one red flag that you've discovered?
1: I pretty much have the same sort of biggest red flag. It's just jealousy. It displays itself in different ways. What does that look like and how does that come out? in a friendship and how does it affect a friendship?
0: I think jealousy can come out as dismissing your achievements when you're talking about something. Changing the subject so it becomes like a you subject instead of like an all of us subject. What about
1: you? I think another way is they can seem to become more concerned with what you're doing than you are.
0: For sure. And I think that another, I guess red flag, is gossiping. There is different kind of gossiping, I think.
1: Don't y'all be, like, gossiping
0: with your friends? Like, ooh, guess who did this and this and that?
1: Almost everyone gossips, I would say.
0: Yeah, it's in good faith. It's in good fun. Like
1: We're human. But I think the thing is um, the consistency in how much they gossip and how they project onto this person sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> they could write a whole
0: blog. Yeah. It's a whole video. You know what I wonder? Before colonialism, you know, because those that obviously brought values and stuff. I wonder how friendships looked like a long time ago. Aww. We were probably all supportive and together as one. Helping each other, nourishing each other. There probably wasn't as much as a divide. And just to like jump into our communities and the topic of like indigenous spaces right now. I just wonder what that looks like. I wonder how it would translate into today.
1: Mm Because we definitely weren't, you know, perfect communities, but we had those values where it was considered an imbalance if someone, you know, had done something wrong or acted out. You know, there's so many different factors that have come with colonialism and colonization that are affecting the ways we see each other. So considering all of these factors that we're now living in, we're in 2020. So something that I've noticed in our indigenous communities is that sense of competition or being better than someone else. and that translates through gossiping and not supporting when someone is successful people from their community think like oh they're too good for us you know they think they're so much better than everyone and they just talk about them right why is their success your downfall
0: the government colonizers really did that they really Gave us so few resources and we were given so fucking little, you know, having so less so when someone has a little bit more, it's so competitive and so negative, comes out as jealousy, comes out in the worst
1: ways. Yeah, and then we end up calling successful natives things like apples or coconuts, which basically means brown or red on the outside and white on the inside,
0: right? Or even your own people calling you that, just because of, like, classism and mm-hmm. and the opportunities that you were given instead of maybe someone who has less of an
1: opportunity to get those same things. Yeah, and then it brings up that conversation of, like, what is success? Because it's defined by colonial terms of success, but that's so opposite to our traditional values and our traditional way of life.
0: Right. Or even to touch on, like, if you have more knowledge of being traditional like even that is competitive trying too hard or like just because you grew up like this and like i didn't we didn't have these same opportunities and it's just like not gatekeeping traditional knowledge (laughs) 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 just getting all triggered
1: (laughs) it's thinking someone's more sacred than someone else for me
0: it's the y'all be like community but really it's just clicks for me (laughs) That's a Twitter post by the way.
1: <laughs> not my words. Not my
0: words. <laughs> it's not understanding that, you know, you're on different journeys for me. <laughs> And that is
1: why (laughs) Indigenous youth are the future, baby Us and those who are even younger than us You have the opportunity right now To look at yourself and think What can I do differently than the generation before me?
0: Right? Think about your future children What can you take away from all these things that you're experiencing?
1: Changes start small, guys It starts within yourself and your very own friendships You know, let's dive into that What does that look like? How do you heal and overcome from a negative experience? experience with a friendship. I feel like
0: the first thing that I do is get my different perspectives from the people that I have in my life. It's nice to have an unbiased view of something. Sometimes I can't put myself outside of the box of like me. (laughs) (laughs) so i need other people to tell me how i'm being so then eventually i can get there and be like oh i can be self-aware i can start thinking about looking at the other person's side putting myself in those other person's shoes and like really reflecting and like differentiating like my feelings apart from somebody else's feelings
1: Yeah, it definitely takes a lot of reflection healing comes out of that when you reflect on something and talk about it yeah so we've both done a lot of reflecting and just trying to understand maybe how we could have either done things better or how did we maybe show a toxic trait you know making sure that we're to the best of our ability understanding both sides of the situation and a big one is acceptance
0: Mm-hmm. talking about the acceptance of the situation. I had to come to terms with understanding that it was okay to lose a friendship. I also had to understand that it's okay if you never want to talk to that person again or interact with that person or have anything to do with that person at all. I thought like everything had to be nurtured and everything had to be apologetic and like accepting, when actually like you don't you don't have to do that at all. You could just go on with your life and never want to talk to them ever again and I had to come to terms with that and be okay. I'm a people pleaser so I want to fix things and I want things to be so good in life, I had to unlearn all that. I had to, you know, forgive, but I ain't forget.
1: And so while we are talking about what we notice in other people, like red flags, you know, how this looks in our communities and everything, we have to reflect, you know, what are our downfalls? What are ways that we might affect friendships in a negative way? And that can be so uncomfortable to think about because, you know, if you're someone who, doesn't intend to hurt people you know you still you may have certain traits that could come out unfortunately and i think that's such a important part of healing that a lot of us might forget kasha if you want to start you know what are some things that you think you might bring to the table in a not so pleasant way
0: I think for myself, I'm really uncomfortable sometimes with confrontation. And sometimes with confrontation, I don't know how to go about it or approach it at all. I grew up in a household where confrontation was negative. It always ended up being yelling or fighting. It was never positive and we can never just have a genuine conversation where confrontational matters were just a normal, healthy talk. I didn't understand that like confrontation doesn't have to be like that. It doesn't have to be so negative because you're obviously trying to get to like a positive point. So, why would your process be negative? I had to unlearn that. Like, those are, I'm still unlearning that. Those are my downfalls. You know, I also didn't allow the space for me to understand red flags or even recognize them in friendships because. I was so used to red flags being in relationships and that I it didn't even occur to me that like friendships could have it. But yeah, I'm interested in knowing what some of
1: yours are too. So one of mine that I've thought about, and I really don't even know if anyone has noticed this, but sometimes I feel like I word things in a way that sound rude. I always like look back at it later and I'm like, oh shit, I could probably hurt someone's feelings without realizing it. Um, And then another one is very similar to, what Kasia just said, understanding boundaries in general. I think I've struggled with that. Allowing other people to overstep them and not knowing how to confront that and being afraid of that confrontation. But so I think my, probably my biggest downfall when it comes to friendships and especially relationships and dating, oh my God, Kasha knows, (laughs) It's my anxiety, oh my god. (laughs) Uh, My anxiety will tell me some stupid shit. My anxiety will tell me things like a friendship isn't gonna last, the other person doesn't really care, for me as much as I think they do and I am working on healing from my anxiety and trying to lessen it yeah those are kind of how I see my downfalls in ways that I might negatively affect a friendship
0: we do be constantly self-reflecting over here but let's talk about the opposite of downfalls um what makes a healthy friendship what do you do to make a friendship healthy for yourself for others how to make friends 2020 (laughs) me on how before this finally
1: we have reached the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow the rainbow that was not really a rainbow i'm excited for this part me too because it's a happy part it's a loving part something that i want the world to know i guess is that me and kasha have created such a positive space for each other and it's definitely a friendship like no other it's one i've never had one like it ever before and honestly not to be dramatic but it's what dreams are made of i think so too and we want to share these points and I guess tips, you could call them. Tips and tricks. Tips and tricks. Tricks you know? of the trade. <laughs> I guess what to look for. What, you know, maybe you don't realize that you have a desire to have better relations with, you know, the people around you. So maybe this will inspire you. Right.
0: But yeah. In my life, I've always wanted like an indigibaddy. <laughs> <laughs> an
1: indigiqui. An <laughs>
0: Digit Queen for my like friend. I've also always wanted like a hot girl group. Like you know Spice on some Spice Girl <laughs> shit like if There's any takers here? Um just like know. Oh. Come on, don't be sure. Yeah, it's fine. It's gonna it's okay. I know. A lot of people have anxiety, but I promise we're so fun. I have anxiety too. So it's okay. Don't worry.
1: Does this have this is what friendships are made of. <laughs> <laughs> Holy.
0: Um, child. Anyways. For me, I think my number one is like holding space for each other in positive ways. Never trying to one-up each other. Providing a space where we can be supportive, where we can be just nurturing and loving. Not saying that nothing is negative, but you know, there's no like jealousy. It's more of a positive envy. I love that shit so much I feel like I thrive in it I just am a better person in it you know I like to give and I know people are giving back to me Mm -hmm. what about you what's your number one
1: I guess I did want to make the point that finding friendship in adulthood has created such a different dynamic for me almost like a better or bigger opportunity to ensure a healthy friendship, at least for us. Because I feel like we've come together as adults and having so much, so many of the same insights and, you know, viewpoints and learning certain things at the same time has caused us to have these kinds of conversations about, you know, what we look for in friendships and what we appreciate about each other. But what you were talking about, like, I love the hyping each other up and just Being genuinely happy for each other when the other person is, you know, succeeding or happy. Right. What's another one? you
0: know recently I've been seeing a lot of posts about love languages and doing my research about love languages and how that comes into all my friendships and relationships but thinking about friendships like I do have like an array of friends that are close to me you know I'm an acts of services kind of gal meaning for me that if someone has an acts of services love language I am that bitch for you (laughs) touching on like my own friendships like I do be seeing their love languages and I'm trying to understand them and their styles and what i can do for them to nurture us and nurture them and make sure they know that i love them you know giving them that space of love and shielding them
1: with love Mm -hmm. it kind of goes with like creating a safe space to be vulnerable with each other but so for me like i really value having that ability to be vulnerable because it's something that i've struggled with I don't like being vulnerable. I It kind of goes in with my anxiety where I'm like, now this person knows all this stuff and, you know, my shit's out all on the table and it's not just within myself, even though I know it's healthy to be able to, you know, let it out and not bottle it up. Uh, Cash and I create safe space for each other where we're able to relate to each other um, in a healthy way. When the other person is going through something and they're talking about it, if we have a similar experience, you know, it ends up coming up and we talk about it. We're, ne- we're never cutting each other off or we never feel like we're taking up too much space. So I'm really grateful for that. And it's definitely one of the most important things to having a friendship for me.
0: I mean, I know you have to say back. <laughs> She's going to cry. I'm like reading the, que- the last question that I have. I'm like, what makes our friendship so good? But I could really talk about it all day and all the time because i've wanted it so bad before our friendship started i i wanted this friendship i I almost like pleaded for this friendship to, you know, creator and be like, can you just give me a friend who's like on my level, ready to do the things that I want to do, that I can share a certain space that I have? Because I do, I do have really good friends, but I just need this one more specific friendship and I'll be set. I'll be good, you know, and you know, they gave it
1: to me. So I did the same thing. I talked to creator and I specifically I remember this one time where i was like really really wanting it. it was like i've i'm not asking for much but i feel like i am <laughs> <laughs> that's sad yeah <laughs> i just want a bad bitch who's confident in herself holds like essentially the same qualities as me i was like i pretty much want someone who's like me you know obviously isn't like completely similar where we still have you know those opposite things but I was thinking about something the other day. Remember how I told you I was being emotional? Yeah. Part of it was <laughs> about you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know that saying where we you hear it all the time, I feel like it's like, when another, or when a door closes, another one opens type of thing. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know that would apply to my relationships with other people. And you... Came into my life after loss. I didn't realize that I had to lose certain people to find this friendship with you. You came into my life at the perfect time and then everything has happened the way it was supposed to since then.
0: Even to go back to the beginning of us, like because of what I knew, like I knew that I needed to, I needed to nurture the acquaintances into a friendship because I knew I wanted the friendship. And I'm
1: very happy with our friendship as well I just hope you all find the Kasha to your angel for real because this friendship is different is is everything though
0: Uh, we probably wouldn't have the business that we do right now the insight that we do right now I don't know I've done I've done self-healing through our friendship not using you as a not like trauma bonding or anything but I mean not trauma (laughs) bonding not the trauma bonding I hope people understand what I'm trying to say
1: (laughs) overload of trauma for me no just kidding <laughs> you found healing in our friendship is what you're saying yeah
0: but i also found so much more than that
1: yeah i'd be going off in my own time about like Casha alone like i just sit there and reflect
0: i do reflect i i often think about like what i saw this tiktok where it was like be at my birthday party and i invited all my friends and it's and I have to choose which personality to be with them. And I showed that to my sister and she was like, so you just have like fake personalities for each person. <laughs> and I was like, no, that's not what I meant at all. I meant like my different friendships do different things for me that bring different things out for me. And I do the same things for them. I choose certain people for my certain personalities (laughs) i feel like personalities is wrong because i feel like if we're talking on the mental health spectrum like multiple personality disorder is a real thing Mm -hmm. and i i don't have that
1: yeah
0: yeah. (laughs) but i don't know how else to explain it
1: just those different parts of yourself it's okay to have different people nurture different parts of yourself that's something i've actually seen like within relationships how people talk about how Certain relationships will like fall out because they put so much pressure on, you know, that one person to be everything for them, only to realize that, you know, they needed that time away from that person to nurture other friendships and relationships with other people. You know, on a personal level, we love each other very much. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, just thank you for being everything that I've ever wanted.
0: (laughs) Stop we're like silently crying right now
1: (laughs) and i love you i love you too very much well that's a good loop around you know this podcast (laughs) we we got so serious because we had to you know it's important to be serious about this kind of stuff that's all we have for our podcast i hope you guys enjoyed episode three all about friendships and what to look for in those friendships negative and positive thank you guys for listening thanks so much for listening uh but follow
0: us on instagram at Angel at kasha.ad also follow our youtube channel new quays on the block and follow the podcast this has been the get into it
1: podcast <laughs> <laughs> Every time <bro. laughs> my favorite <laughs> i